0: Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Hey everybody, this is Dan Hillenbrand, and welcome to Modern Cowboy, the podcast for the cowboy lifestyles and businesses around the world. I'm glad you're here, so sit back in your saddle and prepare to be inspired, motivated, educated, and entertained as I interview a new guest each week that embodies the modern cowboy. Today's episode of the podcast is sponsored by Reminisce Angus Beef. Brian Massard and his family sell a unique Montana Angus beef sourced from high marbling bloodlines of the Reminis Angus cattle. Brian says they are the only company they know of that has genetically tracked flavor and taste for 31 years to specific bloodlines in the Angus breed. We've joined together so our listeners have the opportunity to try Reminis Angus beef in a couple of ways. There's a link in the bio on Instagram as well as the show notes where you can go to enter and win a 10-pound box of beef. There's also a code in the show notes and our bio on Instagram and a link where you can get a free pack of jerky. Yes, I said free. The Massard family and Reminis Angus Beef Ranch are all about preserving the West, hence the name Reminis, thinking back to a simpler time in the Old West. You can be a part of this as well by going to the show notes, clicking on the links, entering to win, and also using the code to get in the link to get free beef jerky. I personally have my freezer stocked with Reminis Angus beef and can assure you it is of the highest quality and some of the best-tasting beef I've ever had.
1: Danny Dietz, a true American hero, gave his life in Operation Red Wings on June 28, 2005. Now, with your support, we can honor his legacy and contribute to the noble cause of the Navy SEAL Danny Dietz Foundation. Modern Cowboy, along with the Wine Boss, have the perfect wine crafted to perfection. Each bottle sold, $5 goes back to the Navy SEAL Danny Deets Foundation, which supports veterans, first responders, and their families. Order your wine today at wwwwinebosspaso Thank you for your support. Hey, listeners, support Modern Cowboy Podcast and pick yourself up some exclusive Modern Cowboy apparel, knowing that a portion of each purchase goes towards supporting the Modern Cowboy Podcast. DM Dan or Stephanie, host and founders of Modern Cowboy Podcast, on Instagram or email us at moderncowboybrand at gmail.com to order your apparel today. Thank you for supporting the podcast.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast. It's been a minute since I've done an episode. Uh, We've done over 200 episodes in four years, and I was just pretty burnt out at the first of the year, and uh, so I just couldn't bring myself to even – set my equipment up but uh i got talking to our guest today on social media and uh for a couple different reasons and anyway i was inspired to do my podcast again after talking to him so this will be a a a kickoff where we're going to be doing you know i don't know if they'll be weekly but they're going to be at least two a month so uh anyway that being said um i'd like to welcome taylor winston to the modern cowboy podcast taylor how's it going
2: Going good. Thank you for having me and glad uh, to have you back. You know, voices like yours are very important in uh, this culture war that we're in. So it's awesome that you have me on.
0: Yeah. So just tell us, uh, first off, where do you live?
2: I live in Ashland City, Tennessee, about 30 minutes northwest of downtown Nashville proper. Um we live in a very conservative neighborhood, and we all got some gun ranges out here. So it's pretty pretty great uh, area to live in.
0: And I don't know, just by chance, do you, do you know Luke Pell by chance? How do you know
2: Luke Pell? Uh, he's one of my buddies. Uh, we have gone on a bunch of runs and stuff, uh, which we need to get back on. I think he's in Texas and or Arizona often doing some development stuff. But yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, well, I actually had him on the podcast uh, a while back. And then, uh, I just talked to him last week out here. Uh, he, he's in Arizona. Arizona, that's where I'm at. And, uh, yeah, we, and I, I just sent him some info on a deal here, but, uh, yeah, super anyway, good yeah I just, I, yeah, great guy, really great guy. So tell tell us about the, you're, you're a veteran, uh, you're a huge proponent of supporting the second amendment and just our constitution. Uh, how did that all come about?
2: Well, um, I was in the Marine Corps for five years. I knew in high school that I wanted to do something bigger than myself. The opportunity arose um, to do uh, the military. I was, um, I guess, an all-star athlete. You could say Uh, football, basketball track, MVP multiple years in a a row, Uh, a bunch of um, records set for track in central Nevada, and I really found a place or calling to the Marine Corps. I wanted to be part of the elite and the Marine Corps uh, you know, is well known for being uh, a better branch of service due to like attention to detail and just morals and I guess drive and all that stuff, a, a drive for excellence. And at the age of 17, I joined the Marine Corps. I did five years in the Marine Corps, primarily aviation. I volunteered for a tour in Iraq to go help train Iraqi police officers. Uh, so I did an Iraqi tour. I also served on the USS Boxer. Um, actually during the time, I don't know if you've seen the movie uh, Captain Phillips, but I was yeah. on that ship yeah. and we our helicopters that I was working on were the ones that had the the seals who eventually took out a couple of the pirates, and then we had one of the pirates on board, um, you know, as as prisoner, but um Yeah, I did the Marine Corps for five years. I love America and I love everything we stand for. Um, I then got out and wanted to be an entrepreneur during that journey. um, I got with a couple companies. One was Country Rebel that I worked with for a while and um, we did a lot of really cool stuff in production and helped in the country music industry. And I really loved working there because I could use that platform to work with artists that sang about messages that I believed in to, help promote you know american patriotic things a lot of country music uh if you listen to any of it uh typically leans that direction so i loved working there and helped influencing in that manner um i started working with uh turning point usa a little bit um and then part of that journey i was involved in the mass shooting in las vegas and um out of that, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I wasn't super political at the time in 2017. I was I was kind of leaning more into it because I think a lot of this kind of during Trump's presidency and uh, that election cycle kind of opened up everyone's eyes, so that there's a lot of corruption and things in this country that we should care about. Um, whether you like Trump or not, he did that for for many people, and including myself. And so I wanted to help be part of. Of the front lines to help lead the pack for future generations to come and and fight for what we believe in as americans and 2017 the shooting happened i didn't know quite what to do at the time and a few years passed after doing a bunch of stuff teaching people about trauma education we did a lot of workshops and and helped a lot of people through their trauma after the mass shooting and i started getting a little bit more involved with turning point going to their events um And eventually, I landed on something where I wanted to help be an influencer. I've worked with a lot of influencers. I've I've done production of the yin yang, and I know we can make really high quality educational content. And that kind of um, led me to start 2A Daddy. And at the time, um, my girlfriend, who's now my wife, uh, she had gotten pregnant. And Second Amendment advocacy, I think, you know, is is the glue that holds everything together so i think it's the uh, the most important amendment it's actually the only amendment that has the word necessary in it and be knowing that i was going to be a father led me to start to really understand that fathers are i think the biggest fix that we could have for this country It all starts in the home teaching our children and the next generation To have these values and morals and i wanted to you know exemplify that and be an amazing father so two a daddy is kind of how our brand came to be
0: yeah you know so just to for the record you said you know whether you like trump or not um and people know i love trump Uh, i actually had someone wrote a review um on itunes that said the podcast was good until the host showed that he didn't like our president. And I don't know where either, where they got that from or if someone was just trying to sabotage it. But I've never, I haven't been able to get that that review off there. But then I, I ended up doing a, a complete episode with uh, the guy that had been my tax guy for years. And he was, uh, well, he's in Northern California. and He's one of the guys that has headed up the uh, Jefferson State thing. And so anyway, we, and we just, we just talked about all that. But, um, you know, you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast too, this culture war we're in. And I, I don't want to you know, run off the rails on it because most of our listeners, they're going to be in agreement with us. Yeah, that's that's
2: but, a rabbit hole uh, we can go down.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 because it's, you know, we both know what a circus this is right now. Um, but people like you doing what you're doing, it has an impact, it makes a difference, and we all need to do something, uh, you know, like that. I, I want to ask you too, because one of the things we talked about, oh, I'm trying to remember, um, the SMC tribe. Uh, now are you a, a, a an instructor with that or or and and tell us a little, just we'll just talk on briefly. Yeah. It um, it's called Shoot Move Communicate.
2: Yeah, um, Shoot Move Communicate is a Christian men's tactical training course. Um, you know, God, family, freedom is what we stand for here at Two A Daddy, and I was approached through a mutual family connection on my wife's side of pastor henry hastings who is a major in the army he was a ranger he's done a lot of really amazing things in his lifetime and he's become an inspirational and dedicated pastor um, in california i don't know if any of any of you watching or listening to this podcast saw what was going on over there during the um COVID lockdowns but him and others were the ones that were out there on the beaches baptizing people in the ocean and telling uh, the government and police that they have the right to do so and they're not going home and they stood their ground which then led to bigger worship and they would then have thousands of people out on the beach doing these um service services and worship sessions which then brought on some big artists so uh, he was involved in most of that and uh, he got connected with me because of what we're doing and um he I guess, brought me to the first Shoot, Move, Communicate, which was at Shaw Shooting, which is one of the best facilities in the country. Uh, They're world renowned. Um, They're mostly government contract working with military and police, but they sometimes offer civilians to come through this specific location. The other location that we're going to this month has never been taught to civilians. Civilians have not been allowed to come there, and we will be the first class based on what we're doing and the mission of everything we're doing. but these are very talented instructors. They're doing real-world operation tactics that people go out, their buddy gets killed, they come back with that information, this is what messed him up, and that half-second delay is what got him killed, and then they teach these things. So it's a little bit higher-end tactical training, but it's designed to bring on even beginner shooters, and we saw uh, a few people um, with very basic shooting skills Get very good, I guess 70% increase. We actually took a lot of data during the course. And moving forward, I'll be helping train future SMCs. So Pastor Henry Hastings will be leading it. We do shooting during the day. In the evening, it's a time for camaraderie and brotherhood. We open up to each other, talk about things that are going on in our lives, and just try to become better men and be protectors for our family, communities, and country. And that's kind of how I got involved in that.
0: Yeah. And and I really wanted to go to uh, the one coming up, but it just it, it just didn't work at this time. Do you, do you guys have another one scheduled for? We
2: are looking for- at uh, September, maybe early October oh. um, to do okay. one here in Nashville. And myself and Pastor Henry oh. Hastings will be leading it, um, bringing a okay. lot of it may not be as advanced as what we did before, um, but we're, we'll work up to that. And we'll probably bring one of one of those. Um, I guess, trainers from, from that facility out to help us with the first couple, but we plan to just really train and bring together our community here in Nashville. And I hope other, there's many other people doing it locally. So if you just want to get involved in shooting, uh, look up some, some training courses for sure.
0: Right. Yeah. And it, you know, and I've, I've been involved in, you know, different things, shooting and stuff, but I think what really got me, what I really liked about, uh, know, this deal was it was uh you know know, it was a men it was a men's you know christian group and and i you know i just think that uh you know a a lot can come from that
2: i mean it was we we deep dive on a lot of stuff you know and pastor henry hastings is amazing about confronting things that are right in our faces you know um To be transparent, I was part of the culture of the dating apps and swiping and hookup culture and porn and all that stuff. And I've gotten past all that, but uh, he brings that up and talks to the men about it and how it's decaying and eroding uh, the next generation. And um, he really focuses on things that matter to make a next generation of men who are willing to fight for this country. And so... um, I love everything about the mission and that's why I fit really well with two A Daddy, and we'll, we'll continue our partnership moving forward. And so hopefully we see you out at one.
0: What? Yeah, no, absolutely. So the two, a daddy, that, uh, that, that's your brand. When did you start yeah. that?
2: Um, my wife and I fired it up in 2021, November. Um, we worked on it for about a year. Um, just doing everything, getting the foundation uh, settled. Both of us worked full-time with, with our employers and non-salary positions. And as of just a week or two weeks ago now, um, I'm working on 2A Daddy full-time. And we look forward to just growing it. Uh, it started really slow, but we have a very strong foundation. We've got a lot of stuff going on.
0: Well, congratulations. So you you so you you so quit your day job, basically. Is that yes, sir.
2: Um, it, was, it was a good time. Yeah. You know, It's always scary to go do your own thing, be an entrepreneur, but with a mission like ours and how important it is, um, we felt we just needed to take the dive. And I feel like, have you seen the trapeze flyers that are like, they go from one swing and they let go. I'm in that, I'm in that moment and it's, I have to grab onto the next bar. There's no safety net. And I think that's, uh, I the best incentive I think for people who may be on the edge is just, you have to go for it. And so we took the leap and uh, we're two weeks into it. We have a lot of doors opening up and I think we're going to continue our mission pretty strong.
0: Very cool. Uh, You you mentioned country rebel too. You worked for them for a while. And, and uh, I just, I I remembered um, I'd had Holly stocks on the podcast. and I I believe that she was connected with that as well. Uh, She's
2: with the, One of the founders over there, Uh, they're an amazing couple. Um, We we had an amazing run, Country Rebel and I. Um, I just really needed to start moving towards doing uh, my own brand and my own company. And uh, if you guys haven't seen or heard of Country Rebel, check them out. They've done amazing things for the independent artist community out here in Nashville. A lot of the same strong beliefs and uh, just in the country music realm. So definitely check them out.
0: Yeah, very cool. So let's let's talk about a little bit about you were at the, the 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 concert in Vegas when the shooting happened. Is that correct? Uh yes.
2: I was stage right um during the shooting.
0: And uh so I mean that just had to be like surreal, but um what what all what all happened there? I mean, were you close to people that were shot? Where I mean did you know have you have rounds come singing by you? What? do you uh
2: well i mean i'll give i guess the the shorter version but um i was there in vegas um, at stoney's one of our country fam fam um i love country dancing and stoney's rocking country is one of my favorite places in vegas love toad and the whole family out there and i was working with some artists filming inside that venue for the day um the artists then asked if i wanted to or Tony from Stoney's had given me media passes to go check out and do some country rebel stuff at the concert. I actually wasn't really going to go. Um, but he had given me some passes and I asked a couple of the artists, they wanted to go. Thankfully they said no. And by the time I got there, um, Jason Aldean had just taken stage, uh, I had just got some beers and connected with our friends in the crowd. And, um, We heard like what had sounded like some gunshots, but there was no movement of the crowd. No one was, there was no sense of danger really. And so everyone was just still enjoying the concert. Um, We continued, I guess, just as as normal watching uh, the show. And then moments later, we heard a few more. I, I knew at that time it was definitely gunshots, but I still wasn't expecting it to be an attack on the festival. I just thought maybe something was going on outside of the festival, whatever, because still no one was moving. Uh, The show was still going on as normal. And then very shortly after is when the first round of automatic gunfire was shot and all chaos uh, ensued, people screaming, running in all directions. Um, My immediate response was, you know, terrified and scared and started running for my life. And at the same time, telling people to keep their heads down and run as well um once we so while i was running there was people getting shot all around and i don't know how i didn't get shot but by the time i got to the fence line some of the workers in the back were trying to tell us that nothing's happening because they weren't out there to see they just saw people running scared and then um have you ever seen chain link fence like how the tops have like little sharp edges yes um yep as people were trying to climb over the fence, they would get caught on their shirts and stuff. And uh, a couple of people had gotten shot, just trying to get over the fence. Uh, we started boosting people over and trying to help them and eventually got ourselves over. Um, once I was over, we were still nowhere clear because we didn't know if there's people on the ground, or is there cars, or is it? we had no clue. There's just a ton of gunfire screaming, pure chaos everywhere. Um, look back at my friend who said he needed to go back in to grab others and i thought that was the last time i was going to see him and sneak step for you i was doing good there for a second yeah um (laughs) still after all this time still gets you um something like that definitely never leaves um once he ran back in is kind of when it triggered in me that i needed to do something and kept hearing people screaming for help and i've been to a lot of festivals and i knew that a lot of the work vehicles shared in the back lots typically will have a key in it so the employees can share them so um the girl i was with at the time her and i ran to that lot and the first vehicle we checked had keys in it and we just drove right back in in towards the gunfire found a bunch of friends who were just doing an amazing job at applying impromptu tourniquets, using their belts, shoelaces, strings, anything. And and we just started loading people up who were the most critically injured and taking them to the hospital. Uh, On the drive, the girl I was with was plugging bullet holes with her thumbs and um, just slapping people, trying to keep them awake from passing out. And by the time we got to the hospital we were the first ones and we just started dumping bodies into the lobby and the hospital started getting in motion and running around Um, once we dropped them off other people had the same idea of using their own personal vehicles to bring people to the hospital and i knew that there was so much damage and so many people injured that we had to go back and that Ambulances can't go into an active shooting scene until it's over. And so we. I I looked at the girl I was with and told her it was going to be dangerous. And I was going to take this other military guy who had kind of rolled up with another crowd who was helping and that we were going to go back. But she demanded that I took her and um, you can't tell someone no when they're when they're in that moment. Um, So we drove back in and uh, at this point, our a group of our friends that we actually knew had set up an even better tourniquet slash trauma area that they were helping others who were injured. And we're not entirely sure if the shooting was completely ceased at that time. Um, but it seemed, seemed like things had settled down a little bit and people were just trying to recover and helping everyone. And there were still no ambulances getting in. So we loaded up again, uh, you know, another 12 to 15 people and took them to the hospital. Um, we went back a third time and at that time, all the ambulances started getting in and most everyone was getting the help that they needed um, if they had survived it. And we went and parked truck and went to a friend's about half hour outside of town. And um, that was it for the night. So,
0: Man. So how long, how long did that shooting last anyway?
2: Do you- I think they said it was like 10 minutes or so uh, that, took to get up there and finally um you know uh, the official story is uh, found uh, the shooter had taken his own life um yeah. and so i think it was 10 or 15 minutes that he had been going back between windows and changing changing guns um i'd have to look it up it's been so long but um yeah it's pretty wild and um you know It really showed me not only the necessity for our Second Amendment in that time. Not Having a pistol rifle on me wouldn't have helped in any means. I was definitely a a very intelligent person who found a way to hurt people, and he chose guns as as a way to do so. Um, Thankfully, no one used a bomb or anything that could have easily killed many more, uh, as we saw in the the Afghan pullout. Right. But, um, what I did see that day was thousands and thousands of people helping each other when one person wanted to harm others. So, um, in the midst of evil, there's always, always so much more good. And that is a firm reminder to everyone every day when you see stuff on the news that there's tenfold that a hundredfold that of people who are good. So we can't let it impede our, our judgment on these things. Um, you know, I I knew that I had kind of done something that was, I didn't feel it was extraordinary, but, um, everyone was texting me saying that people from the news were wanting to talk to me and everything. And I've seen how they kind of are vultures and they come into this, just looking for some kind of way to, manipulate the situation and push for more of an agenda, which is typically more gun control. And uh, I had a meeting with all my my friends on if I were to do any of these um, and talk about what had happened, we we're going to stick to the story. And this is a time for healing for those who, who have, are going through this. And we're not going to focus on anything political as far as um, gun rights or whatever. And I ended up doing just a ton of Ton of interviews and and really pushing out a good story and trying to let others know that there was a lot of, you know, good versus um, evil. So. I think that's what has encouraged me to join the two A advocacy conversation is I'm able to not only fight, um, fight the conversation with facts, but I can also fight it with feelings um, after the shooting. Uh, an amazing doctor, I think one of the leading clinical psychologists in the country by far. Um, she had reached out to me. She was actually at the shooting. So not only is she a, a highly certified combat trauma therapist, she was also at the shooting and watched people get killed all around her. So I don't know another, uh, I don't know another therapist that has been through that in my life. Um And with those kind of credentials. So he'd reached out to me knowing that I'm a bigger influence in like the dancing community and maybe using me as a male subject to showcase vulnerability and help teach me trauma education. We could get people together for a bunch of workshops. We collaborated with uh, a local bar in Cahoots at the time. I think they're shut down now, but um, they gave us Wednesdays and every Wednesday we had Um, dozens if not upwards of a 100 or so people come out for trauma workshops and education and group therapy essentially and she wrote all kinds of documentation we built a website uh, route 91 therapy.com so there's there's multiple ways that I feel a calling towards this conversation as I have an understanding of the importance of our second amendment I understand Um, what these mass shootings do on the community, families, people involved, and how absolutely terrible it is. And I also understand the aftermath and the trauma, the mental health and everything of the entire situation each time as well. And I think if we keep going down the road we're going on, I would... My goal is to get on main stages and go toe to toe with those who are trying to strip us of our rights and use my knowledge, education and, I guess, courage to go against them and and stop the evil that's trying to destroy our country.
0: Yeah, well, I got to just speak to that for a minute. Like you said that you don't think you really did anything extraordinary, but you but you really did. I mean, you know, and obviously there was a lot of other people helping, too, but I'm sure there was a lot of people that just wanted to get away from that as fast as they could. And be safe and so you know that that speaks volumes for you and your character and uh, just crazy experience i mean you you couldn't even imagine that you know you're you're going to a concert uh you know especially a big show like that yeah and and that guy was just such a coward i mean it was just tragic i mean there's
2: there's we won't go down this rabbit hole but you know it's it's a very interesting shooting it's the largest mass shooting in modern history and we don't see it talked about at all. Um, after a yeah. few weeks, it just was ghosted and disappeared and swept under the rug. You think those who are trying to take our rights away would leverage that in some way, shape or form. And the question is, why haven't they? And why don't they? Right. So right. I, I have my thoughts and reasons. I'm sure the audience can go look up and they're going to have their own thoughts and reasons. But um, if we go by the official narrative, which is what I like to kind of stick with, it's one person, one evil person, wanted to harm others, and thousands um, looked evil in the face and said, "We're not going to let this stop us from being good." So,
0: right, right, crazy, crazy. Hey, so um, we're kind of getting close to the end of our time, but uh, for the two A Daddy, um, are are you doing speaking with that? You've got you've got merch, you've got some apparel and stuff too, yep. and and uh, is there a place where people can? Uh, you know, like register or sign up to be on your list.
2: Yep. Um, 2adaddy.org is going to be the home for all of our merchandise. Um, I'm launching some training. So if you want to come to Nashville or you live in Nashville and you want to do some pistol or rifle training, uh, you can book that there. Uh, We also are well, we are arms dealers now. We have our FFL and we have a full website, 2adaddy.com. So, part of our mission is also oh. to equip those who are willing. So, not only train, educate, but also equip. Uh, if you need anything or have questions about different types of firearms or ammunition or accessories, you can go on 2adaddy.com and find pretty much everything there. But um, we'll help talk you through that. We're going to start creating tons of content, just educational stuff on different types of firearms, and just really start getting into the the YouTube slash video side of things. Um, We have a 2A Daddy shootout every year, which is a clay shootout. Um, We have up to 50 people, 10 teams, and we bring everyone together and educate them on the importance of it. Um, I'm available for speaking events. I would love to get into that more. That's a big goal of mine is... To go use my story and hopefully inspire others to do good and and also have the courage to stand up for what we all know is right, and that's protecting um our freedoms. So yeah.
0: Yeah, very cool. Very cool. So now um you, you mentioned you're married and you guys have kids. Or- yep. Yeah, uh
2: we have one. Uh his name is Crossen. He's 15, 16 months old. And then, um, we have, um, baby Liberty on the way. She'll be here this, this fall.
0: Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Very cool. And then, and then your wife, she works, she works, you guys work together on two a daddy. And yeah, uh,
2: my wife is part of my French. She's a badass. <laughs> she's <Yeah>. way cooler <laughs> than me. Um, she was canceled out of her company when she was in California because she had posted a picture just um, holding a firearm, and everyone on her team that she had known to come and love and thought was family just canceled her because she liked she held it, she didn't, she wasn't even uh, fighting for the rights. She just had a picture of her with a gun, and then. That led to one thing and then to another, and and she eventually got booted out of her family there in um, Southern California. And between her and I, with her production skills and social media skills and my um, social media skills, management production, um, we feel we're uh, a force to be reckoned with on the internet. We we know a lot about all the platforms and how to kind of tippy-toe around, not getting canceled. And... And how to do high engaging content, following trends, and doing you know, a little bit of subliminal messaging. I'm a professional dancer, so sometimes I'll, I'll strap a pistol to my hip and the algorithm typically can't, can't see it, but people in the comments start noticing and um just, just little ways, anything that we can help influence the culture to understand that our second important or our second amendment is the most important and it's here to stay and people like us are going to fight for it every day and that's why we've decided to join the front lines and fire up 2A daddy so any support um, we have 2adaddy.org/support and donations buying our merch buying a firearm doing some training with us all of this helps keep us moving forward on our mission
0: very cool yeah i noticed you know, you've got quite a following on on your in- initial um on taylor winston and and your other uh 2 A daddy's growing too but and, and it seems like you grew that in quite a, in a short amount of time if uh if is that true
2: if i have the time and and revenue like a disp- disposable income um i can't yeah. i mean i can build our followings to hundreds of thousands millions quickly i've done it for other companies we're very well versed in it so if you guys decide to support us, that's literally where all the funding is going. It's not to go buy something fancy. It's to keep getting our message out there more. So uh, we really hope some people will check out our sites and see if they can support us in some way or another.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Well, we'll I'll, in the show notes. I'll definitely post all of that links to your website and and uh, to uh, to a daddy as well. Um, but I'm I'm. Really looking forward to, uh, you know, coming to the training. Oh. Uh, hopefully you guys do it in September or October there in, in Tennessee. Because and my wife, we've been wanting to go to Tennessee anyway. Um, So it would. It hey, would be-
2: come dancing. We'll take you. Me and my wife will take you guys out on town. We'll go dance.
0: <laughs> I, we We would love it. We would love it. But uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll be following along, uh, you know, to see when you guys get that scheduled as well. And then you said uh, through your two A Daddy, you're also going to do some individual training as well, rifle, pistol, that kind of stuff. Yes, sir.
2: Um, as of this evening, I'll have that page up and running. Uh, just basic pistol, rifle training. If you've never uh, fired a firearm, or you're very new to it, or you haven't shot yours in a long time, it is a perishable skill, and uh, I yes. want to invite those people out and and help get them the fundamentals they need to then take it to the next levels. So eventually I'll offer more levels of training. Um, but I'm very confident between my military a- instructor stuff I've done for when I was on the rifle ranges paired with all the tactical training. And I will have my USCCA certification within the next few months, just for basic pistol trainer. Um, uh, we'll get you some good training. I can teach you some good stuff.
0: Very cool. Well, Taylor, it's been awesome having you on, man. I, I'm I'm glad we got to do this. Uh, I know we've messaged back a little bit, back and forth on things, but uh, we'll definitely stay in touch. And um, I look forward to coming to uh, oh, Tennessee to well, be training. Welcome back. We'll come back. We'll come back then go. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. It was a great one. It was a great one to come back on. That's for sure. Uh, I was telling my wife leading up to, it, I said, you know, I'm really excited about doing this podcast with Taylor. I said, it, it's the one that inspired me to, to get it fired back up again and going. So um, I'm glad we did. Uh, well, man.
2: We need, we need, need, need people with voices to, that are courageous enough and educated enough and have a level head enough to be part of this conversation. And you know, we will win. I, I feel very confident. No,
0: I, I, I agree with you hundred percent. It's very true. Um, yeah, it's just uh, it's just sometimes you gotta go through the struggle. Yes, sir.
2: Well, really appreciate having me on today. Uh we look forward to connecting with you guys. And if you uh wanna have us on again, uh bring my wife on. She's she can get spicy, she can talk about some stuff. <laughs>
0: We'll, 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 absolutely do it for sure. Yeah. We like,
2: uh, just a last little teaser, like just even those who are pregnant or going to have a kid and dealing with all the vaccination stuff, Britt, is yeah. an expert. If you e- want to email her, Britt at 2adaddy.com. Uh, we, I just wanted to be a fly on the wall. I was there for the pregnancy, but Like in the hospital room, like her schooling up the doctors and stuff, trying to tell her and force different things upon her. She did an all natural birth. Our son is not vaccinated. He will not be vaccinated, nor will our daughter. And um, if you have questions about like that, she is just such a resource for that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, very cool. Well, I look forward to that too, Tim, for sure. Cool.
2: Well, thanks for having us on today.
0: You bet.